You know, you know what? The sad thing is, we never will after this administration. Everybody has to be prepared for it. Exactly. Unbelievable. I'm sitting there. No way we could have seen this coming. Man, I had some idiot email me trying to sell some stuff, talking about he he got an article saying that they passed <laughs> that they passed the uh, the one year eligibility for the seniors. I was like, fool, they ain't even starting to vote till uh, till Monday. <laughs> and I would be totally shocked if they passed that. I mean, it makes no sense. They played, you know. I, nah, don't get me wrong. I feel sorry for those young ladies. All of it, right. you know, they didn't get to finish the, the postseason, whatever. But they played their regular season. You know. What I'm yeah, they just didn't have the tournament. Yeah, I'm like, so you gonna get them a whole year because they didn't get to play in the tournament? What about the ones who didn't make the tournament? You gonna right. get him another year too? Cause you just can't say, okay, the, the kids who who made the tournament, y'all get another year. What you gonna tell the other right. ones? It, it makes that no sense. That ain't happening. No, that's not gonna. Happen. No, yeah, spring. I'm okay with spring. They didn't even have a season. You know, I'm. I, I can get the spring kids. They, I, you know, they didn't even have a season. They didn't get to start. Right. But winter, y'all need to shut up, man. And then what you gonna tell those kids that, that's coming in, the freshmen? Oh well, y'all y'all gotta wait. Because the seniors still got their scholarship, so now what? You gonna span a roster to twenty? <laughs> and then they talking about look, they worry about people transferring. Watch how many transferred in. <laughs> like, that's just dumb. But the one rule I hope they do pass, man. I, I know a lot of coaches probably don't want to see it. I, if I want them to pass the one time transfer, they really need to. Hold on, Mark Lewis. I'm sorry. You said one-time transfer? Yeah, they, they talking about the one-time transfer rule. Which I think would be a great idea. The coaches may not like it. But, you know, like right. I always say, if the coaches take care of them kids like they're supposed to and don't make them promises that they don't keep, then they won't have to worry about kids transferring. Right. You know, I'm just being honest. I mean, they... They start seeing talk about kids transferring. First thing they want to do is put it on the student athlete. Come on now. Yeah, they don't lie to the kid and their parents. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it ain't just that. that Some of them get there. They all nice. Is all get out in in the living room. Them uh, get them kids in practice. Get to talking to them any old kind of way. And the kid supposed to just take it. I mean, don't get me wrong. They are there are some kids out there that probably got some soft skin. I get that. But dude, when you have a program that has six and seven kids transferring one year, you can't tell me all that's on the kids. Yeah, that's something <laughs> in the culture. Yeah. Exactly. That's the culture. And I was like, you can't tell me that. You know, it, to me, if you got more than two or three, that ain't on the kid. That's that's on, like you said, the culture and, and the people that's enforcing the culture. Exactly. I mean, let's just be honest, but these people be cracking me up. And I and I'm not I don't like to I, I one thing I do I don't bash coaches because I know you got some kids who just you got some kids that honest let's be honest they, you might have some trouble kids or they right. just don't fit I get that but you, you ain't gonna have that many you know what I'm saying you you ain't gonna have you gonna have ten or fifteen of them Mark <laughs> Lewis my boy it didn't like my uh, Bose headset it uh, so this thing it must be anti Bose or something I don't know. Hey everybody, uh, Mark. I got uh, Corey Hagwood. You know Corey and uh, Tim Marshall on right now. Oh man, I, 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 you really lowered the bar, letting me on with them. Then 
Wait, wait. <laughs> okay, well, I, I can't keep up with those two. And me either. <laughs> hey, so we, we were just talking about, you know, um, the transfer, one of the transfer issues. And I, I was just saying, and I know, some of you, I would like to hear your perspective because you coached college for like 100 years. <laughs> Jesus, thanks. I, guess, I know it, but I, I was just, I thought it was funny. Like I said, I, I get it. You know, you got some kids who just don't fit or whatever, and they, they transfer. But when you have six or seven lead one program at one time, you can't put that on the kid. Yeah, like, Mark, like Tim was saying, that's culture. What you? What's your thoughts? Well, I, I think Tim's right. That's not really a transfer issue. That that's a sign of something else. You've got a you've got a a, a coaching virus going on to stay current. I guess um, something's not right there. You know, in the transfer issue, uh, I, I don't know if I would even categorize that as such. There's something going on within the chemistry of the team with the players. These are kids that at one point put four years, you know, put their future in these people's hands. And all of a sudden, simultaneously, you got a whole bunch of them abandoning ship. One or two is one thing, but, right. you know, uh, you, you get into groups that big, then you, you got a lot more going on. Chances are you can probably look at the one loss record or or look at did young kids come in and take their job. There's a lot of things you can look at and maybe find out what's going on. That's true. So, what's your thoughts on the one-time transfer? I, I know I saw <laughs> I, I saw your article, but I, I want people to hear it as opposed to reading it because most people ain't gonna read. <laughs> uh, I think uh, let me go ahead and clarify it up front. Uh, yeah, and I wish everybody would read just uh, just for some thought. I I don't you know anything I write. I, I argument, healthy argument, intelligent argument, informed argument is good. It's good for the sport. It's good for any any topic, politics, religion, as long as it's healthy and it, it's well thought. Uh, right. So in that light, I don't expect anybody to agree with me or disagree. Just, you know, chew it up and see what you think. But my thoughts were on it. Uh, it's going to pass. I don't I'm not for it. I we have a tremendous problem with this generation that they change schools. They change club teams. They change uh, mom's house or dad's house in divorces. Everything's when, when it's not convenient. They just change settings. And uh, we're just lowering the bar again and again for them. My goal and not a lot. I actually in one column I wrote a time before, would like him to make it tougher to transfer. Not because I want it to be tough. I don't. I want it to force them to think, wow, I don't want to go down that road. Let me make a better choice on the front end. Slow it down. Take your time. Get it right. And that doesn't mean there won't be transfers. There's all, There always will be. Somebody's unhappy, something personal at home. There's always going to be. But if we can weed out these quick... Uh, ego driven you know like oh my god the big dog called i gotta commit to them or the uh you know i always want to go to this school even though it doesn't fit it's always been my dream school or you know those kind of decisions we got to get these kids to stop that and make a good choice and if there's a little deterrent there that might say wow i you know i i don't want to go down that transfer road so i i gotta get it right now and i can't commit as a sophomore i can't commit as a junior yeah i want to take my time take my visits and get it right uh, I think we'd be doing them a favor if we're truly, we're the one nation in the world that associates athletics and academics. Okay, therefore we're teachers. Let's teach these kids something. I mean, I by God, that. in a few more years, I'm gonna be old and decrepit and they're the ones that gotta take care of me. We gotta teach them something or I'm gonna be out in the porch in the wind and they won't roll my wheelchair in. <laughs> so what would be some of your suggestions? Uh, anybody, anybody got any suggestions of how they can 
it helped educate him. I didn't mean, Mark, we, I, I asked you that, but I know the answer. To you. I know your answer. And it's similar <laughs> to mine. So, Corey, right, let somebody else roll. I've been rambling for a moment here. Let, let somebody else roll there, and I'll, I'll jump in. Corey and Tim, any, any ideas to help educate him? You mean with regard to putting a hold on the uh, transfers? No, in, re- in regard to it, like like you said, part of the transfer problem is like, and I always thought this, a lot of kids don't do their research. They don't do the little things prior to, like you said, if you're, if, say, you will stop favorite school come running in the door, say, hey, we offer you a scholarship, and they just take it and not really knowing, one, if, are they a good fit for that program? Right. Do right, they, you right. know, you, either one of you have any suggestions uh, in regards to that? Well, you know, even with the kids that come come through my program, friends, I'm always. Uh, but tell them name your program. Them. Tell everybody name your program. Oh, Blazers Exposure down here in Columbus, Georgia. Okay. And you know, we, we we've been successful. Uh, depending on you know everyone defines success differently. But uh, friends, how do you de- think, wait you wait? Know, how do you define it? I, I know, <laughs> but they don't know. <laughs> well, with me, I mean. Uh, just, just speaking with a couple of coaches today, you know, and they talk about this is our, uh, this would have been our 19th season, you know, with uh, on the travel circuit, and we weren't the mom and pop type program, you know, we started slow uh, and, and was small, and then we evolved and had quality kids uh, through the years and quality coaches, and we've been able to sustain uh, and establish good relationships with uh, coaches on different levels, you know. From Division One down to JUCOs. Wait, so, wait, I got, I, I got, I got to interrupt you for a second. You said that in the past tense, so you conceded that we won't have a a, a travel ball season this year. <laughs> Come on, Mister well, Mister President, let's stay on topic here. Just, he just threw me off with that one. That, that was past tense. I'm sure we're gonna, I'm sure we're gonna get to it. Oh, okay. Chris, I think. Sorry. I think the spring is a is a watch, man. I, I don't I really I don't agree. see I, I don't see definitely not April and I don't see May. You know, we're looking I've you know just sent an email out to my parents uh this week, you know, telling them we're looking we want everyone to be safe, you know, and healthy, but we're we're looking to July. Just gotcha. being what I think is realistic, you know, so but as far as you know, kids chasing um, you know, the, the so called dream school or you know, the, I always go back to uh, when, like when uh, Bone left uh, South Carolina. Right. Know, that was a huge get for, for Dawn when she got her at uh, South Carolina, but it didn't work. So, I don't know. I mean, you just, you know, we have kids who, who chase. You know, some of them, uh, it works out. Uh, I mean, I've, I've looked at just recently with Taya Cooper. <laughs> what, she had three? three? We should have to all three schools? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, what what exactly was she chasing? You know, I, do you feel like maybe she, I don't know if she had any regrets uh, of uh, not sticking to South Carolina this year. You know, I don't know. That's a good point. Corey, let me ask you a question. Corey, uh, tell the people who you are. Uh, I've been with uh, the DFW League Girls Basketball Program here out of Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Now, I got a couple questions for you, Corey. You you got to look at it at both sides. You got to worry about your travel team, and you also run events. What's your thoughts right now? I mean, one thing with with, with the travel teams, you know, uh, no matter what, uh, the even if we don't have a summer, you know, 
the college colleges uh, they still got to come get the kids, you know, uh, one way or another. You know, that's that's you know not really really concerned uh, about the girls. You know, uh, they they got to come get them either even if we don't have a summer. Now, uh, you know, it's gonna be a little bit harder for the for the ones you know kind of mid major and below D two and AIA because you know the who's who's gonna get picked up regardless. Uh, right, you know, so this, it's just gonna it's just gonna put uh, not more work, but I mean, it, when you take that summer away from the college coaches, it's gonna be it's gonna be a different challenge for them to try to get these kids by November uh, during the signing period uh, without right. you know without basically you know the only thing they're operating on right now would be this past season high school you know uh, scholastic right. season uh, right so uh, but if we have a July I mean. Man, I mean, we we're, we're not, you know, this is not that's not a bad thing if we just ha- only have a July. That's true. That's true. Now, Mark, yo, one thing that a uh, question I was getting, uh, people asked me, did I think scouting service would be more important right now with this going on? And my my first thought was kinda because well, most most coaches buy scouting service based on relationships anyway, and, that, and that's who they trust. So I don't know if it'd be a, a influx of people buying more services. But the one thing that I, you know, I think that comes to my mind is, right, I think I put a post up the other day. The biggest thing right now, travel ball coaches, <laughs> high school coaches, they should be hitting up college coaches while they got time on their hands. Well, I think there, there, there really ought to be a lot of communication going on across the board. I mean, college coaches exactly. to each other, uh, event event operators in particular. I'm sure Corey's wearing his out. Um, exactly. <laughs> thank god for no limits on that data right you know um but i i think the the situation when you think about the spring you're still only talking about six days and there's very few right. coaches out there that are really going to make a decision on a kid in six days now it may prohibit building a database it may prohibit the kid who was injured in october to get that exposure there, there's some there's certainly some individual scenarios that six days could really impact on the whole, though, if July would still go, if the NCAA would uh, see fit to throw an August weekend in, who knows what they might or might not consider. Um, you know, that kind of scenario, you know, there's still plenty of time for exposure. Uh, the high-profile kid, the people have identified and offered. There's a lot of babysitting that goes on during this time. So when you say, you know, how much is going to impact, a lot of it really isn't. Uh, I, I don't buy that. I, I think the assistant coaches are out building the database. They're getting in the other gym and everything like that. But there's a lot of games that like, okay, we've told this kid head coach will be there. And that's going on. So if they miss those days, I don't know how that impacts too much. You know? Gotcha. gotcha. So it, it's uh, it's one of those things. But uh, as far as that, like I said, it, it's only six days. Now you get to July. Now we got a whole different animal. You start losing those days. It gets uh, even more impactful. Okay. Now I had a uh, like I, I did a podcast earlier day with my it was, I was it was, a, it was a dry run as I call it, and what my thing was you know for years in college football they got their national champion by doing what they got their national champion by polls by, by polls. So why would they right. decide to okay well this year we just gonna have a vacant champion and not use the polls. Well, you had bowl games, even even though they weren't structured, they were simply, you had that one game after conference where you could get 
you know, back in the old days when the you know when the Big Ten went out west and played whatever it was the Pac-8 and the Pac-10, now the Pac-12. You know, you used to have some guaranteed matchups that the polls would wait on. So we didn't have anything like that. We did have some conf- some conference tournaments occurred, not all. Um, you know, so I, I think yeah, a little bit of a scenario where if I'm obviously Don was on t- Don, South Carolina, of course, on top of, of the major polls. If I'm Oregon, who had found my stride, if I'm Baylor, who though I dropped that one game, I've looked pretty good. I'm kind of like, wait a minute now, you can't pull the pull the reins in on me yet and just hand it to Don. Um, now, given a vote, I, I don't know many of them go against Don at this point. I mean, because I, I don't know. It, it would be interesting to take a let's redo the polls now. It, now that everybody knows it's done, I, I'd be curious. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. That you're just going to leave it vacant. I mean, I don't know. They, they look pretty good. I'd be, I'd be hard pressed not to vote for them. But then the way Oregon was taking people apart, I mean, their last few games weren't even ball games you know so, i mean after that arizona disaster where they lost back-to-back games down there they became the team i think they were hoping to be come come march um and baylor my goodness uh they, they took uh that yukon game all you gonna do is watch that one at their best uh, we i think tragically we missed what might have been one of the best final fours ever no, i agree with that hey let me welcome my guy tim foot tim foot and how you doing tim you good Hey Tim, he must be doing something. But yeah, now that's that's an excellent point, Mark. I just thought that was interesting. I was on mute. Yeah, I was on mute. Sorry about that. How you guys oh, okay. doing? Okay, we're good. How are you? I got uh, Mark Lewis and Corey Hagwood and Tim Marshall on. How you guys doing? Very good. Great, Very good. man. How's it going? I'm, I'm a little intimidated, Tim. I saw a TikTok with you the other day. I'm about to make another one in a few minutes. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a little worried about you, my friend. It's the cabin fever. Hey, the, the quarantine got you, Tim. The you quarantine got, got, got you. Me, got me wrapped up tight. Oh, man. I, I saw that TikTok, too. I saw that. He's it it very graceful. It, it ended right on time. Uh, any, more, any more than that, I would have embarrassed myself. <laughs> So how's it going over there? Everything going good for you? Yeah, yeah, everything's good, man. Just trying to trying to stay in and and uh, do our part. You know, also trying to find ways to get workouts in with the kids as much as we can. But uh, just trying to pa- let this thing pass over, see if we can get back to the summer basketball. Hey, I got a good question for you, and, and that's why I wanted you on. With with the uh, I guess with everybody being quarantined and, and on lockdown, how is the recruiting aspect going for AZ? You know, the Washington Post called us right when we went on, uh, like, quarantine and and asked that same question. Um, and, I, and I told them, I was like, you know, for her, it's not that bad because she was she's rounding that corner and turning that turning the corner to make the decision time. So it's not like she needs to go right. out and be playing in front of some somebody to get more uh, more opportunities. It's the ones who are out no, there she don't need that. that need to get seen, that need exposure. Or ones who want to maybe hike their their recruiting from this summer and see if they can get better schools to recruit them. Those are the kids who are, are right. you know, real really feel bad for them. You know, I agree, hundred percent. That's right. You got a travel yep. team too, so 
So how's that? I mean, I mean, golly, I was just talking to Corey and Tim about the same thing. Like, man, that's gotta it be is. tough. It, you know, you can't do no hard because um, stores and only essential um, here in here in the DMV. There's only essential stores are open, but um, the biggest thing right. is trying to make sure these kids are able to um, have access to things that they need to continue to work out. And some of these kids are gonna sit on their butts and. It's not gonna look good when when we do get back on the court, you know. Right, right. I, I, I thought something I thought was funny today. I was talking to one of my uh, friends over. He was in Virginia too, and he was saying he didn't like my idea about the uh, the, uh, the coaches having a coaches poll decide the champion. He said they should let number one play against number two, and I start laughing. I said, "So let me ask you a question. None of the kids are on campus. You don't know if they're working out. You know they ain't practicing." How the heck are you going to come back and say let number one play yeah, against number right. two? Right. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't look good. I, I was saying this to, um, I got a call from um, a, a college coach and was talking earlier, and we were saying the same thing about the summer stuff. Like, you know, if we, if they allow these kids to, to do USA basketball or if they do allow these kids to get back on the court um, all of a sudden in May, in the middle of May or in June, they haven't touched the court. We haven't practiced with them. It's going to be a debacle. It's not right. going to look good. It's going to be hard to evaluate. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, and and, and I, I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago. Was like these coaches that have had worked and gotten gotten real good evaluations last year. Otherwise, you know they're going to be saying right. like right. nothing. It's not going to be good. Some bad. Ba- it's yes. going to be bad, bad basketball. basketball. Well, I think one of the things, Prentice, you brought up earlier, and, and I guess I speak, you know, is being on the. Uh, evaluation side whether it's media or uh, recruiting service however you look at it it may well increase you know the for years the WBCA and stuff they've been they'd be thrilled to get rid of evaluation people on the other hand the coaches now are gonna if they've only seen a kid once or twice they're like maybe she's not what they thought they're gonna double check with I think us or go back we may play a bigger role and I, I really I don't like that and a good coach is not gonna make their decision on anything that a, a scouting service says, I mean, they may right. use it to for Im- information to collect, but in the end, it's still going to be their gut on what they saw and what they felt, or, or otherwise, they're going to be unemployed real soon. You know, using other people's decisions. Uh, right. But I think the impact. My phone's ringing more, uh, but that's my been phone. over the last couple of years. I, I get you know everybody calls on Monday and they ramble on and on about everything else, and then they finally get around to asking me about a certain kid or whatever. And it's like, okay, why don't you ask that right up front? Um, but it's, uh, I, I think coaches are doing, they're doing a little bit more homework. If we shut the spring down, I think that uh, that homework's going to uh, turn into uh, long projects. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, I tell you what, guys. Um, wow, that was fun. Anybody got anything they want to say or a topic they want to discuss or we can move on from there well I'm good <laughs> well Tim I appreciate you getting on Mark Corey and I got two Tim Tim squared I appreciate y'all getting on <laughs> yeah man I'm, I'm listening and working at the same time yeah, well, I, I don't want to hear that W word. I ain't trying to do no work. <laughs> hey, I just apprentice. Thank you for doing it. And I just the thing I said a little bit ago. I'd stick with. I, 
I, I, I think it's great if people even disagree. I, I just think we need to have conversation. Half the time when I write columns and things like that, I mean, if people just start talking about the topic, we only get better by that. Because if I understand somebody else's side, I may not agree with it, but maybe I understand it better. And, you know, maybe we can learn more and help our sport by at least having intelligent arguments. You know, it, it can only it can only help. Sure as hell can't hurt us. Let, let me That's ask the, the, the well, guys, two guys really right quick. Are you guys doing anything? I guess, quote unquote, creative while we're in uh, shelter in place with your kids. I mean, I, I see a lot of the, you know, ball handling in the, in the garage videos on, on social media. I mean, uh, what are you guys doing to, to, you know, tell your kids to kind of keep the skill sets? Uh, as you're too well, sharp. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, this is Tim Marshall. What, what I've done is uh, forwarded, uh, piggybacked off of a lot of stuff that I see online and whatnot, just forward, even though the girls can look, look it up themselves, but just send, uh, you know, different uh, skill videos and that type thing to them to work on. Uh, okay. As far as telling them to go out outside, I mean, several of my kids, the areas that they live in, the recreation departments have taken all the goals down outside, hmm. so they can't congregate on the outdoor courts. Uh, they're not allowed to go into their schools, so if you don't have a court at home or a goal at home where you can get in the street and do some ball handling or conditioning, that type of thing, that's about, the, about where we are. Um, for, as for me, I, you know, we, we, we just go out to the outdoor park. We're, we're fortunate enough right now where we live that we have access to an outdoor park maybe a mile away from our house so we right. take, you know i have three teenagers in my house we my wife and i we will take the kids out she takes she does it mostly take the kids to the park get, get them work out a little bit yesterday i um i, I started getting cabin fever I, I was on the field running sprints with you know um doing okay. stuff like that. Oh, can we get video of that too my sprint looks like a job <laughs> The older we get, it really does. I'm oh, older than you, and I promise you, it only gets worse. When, when we got home, I was begging for a day off today, so I say, please don't make me that tomorrow. When I do, like we're, my we're, son, he still works out. Like he's the football player, you've seen him plenty of times. He goes out. Mm -hmm. he, he knows every morning. He goes out, does his sprints. He does ladder work, uh, medicine ball, and I just help him with that as much as I can. I like don't have to motivate him that much, so. He finds a way. Like I said, the street, nobody in the street but him. But so I had to wear, I, so your right. distance is not a problem. <laughs> right, right. Well, think, exactly, exactly. Well, I think one thing reminding these kids is, you know, even if you can't get the skill work in, you, you know, you obviously you can do the ball skills, the shooting and stuff, but the conditioning can still be there. Get on a bike, go for a run, go, you know, you know, at least maybe you're not going to be sharp when you get back in front of the coaches, but at least you're going to be in shape right. and, you know, you know, you don't want to get where you're stuck in wind and coach knows you and Cheetos have been good friends, you know, during the break, you know, it's right. not a good thing. Right. Exactly. You don't want to be, you don't want them to come back a donut All-American. No, exactly. no. They, they didn't look over where I'm sitting in the corner and realize I've been doing that. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> well, guys, I appreciate you. Um, definitely will do it again. I'm going to try to do this probably maybe once or twice a week. We'll come up with some good topics. If y'all have any topics, just let me know. But uh, this has been the uh, the balling the balling gyms podcast. Enjoying it. Appreciate you guys. He's out of breath. He's out of breath. Hosting the podcast. I, know, right? I appreciate. That. That's not a good sign. That's all good. Appreciate you guys. All right. Uh, I'll be in appreciate touch. You. All right, man. All right, take care.
All right, bye-bye. Right, yeah. Y'all stay healthy. You too.